I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listen to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Uh, got a radio show. Yep. Yep. Sometimes that's all I can say. <laughs> yep. Man. How far I've come is really unbelievable. But you know, I finally figured it out, man. God allowed uh, me to have the life I've had so that I can become experienced at so many different things. And in this experience, when I'm talking and sharing with people, I will be able to relate to a lot of different circumstances. Not exact, but just the circumstances, you know. You know, if a person comes to me and they say, man, I've been down and out. Okay, well, I know what that is. Man, I, I I didn't have any direction. Okay, got that, been there. Man, at one point in time, man, I just kept piling mistake on top of mistake. Okay. So, you know, uh, I think what I'm trying to say to everybody is when you're going through life and life is dealing the cards that it deals, I want you to understand that life deals everybody these cards. The disappointment card, the setback card, the failure card the mishap card, the unexpected misery card. Everybody going to get the grief card. Everybody going to get the rash of bad decision card. Everybody going to get them. Understand that going in, that everybody is going to get these cards. Is how you play them, though. You know, uh, from time to time, one more time, it's how you play them. Uh, you know, from time to time when I'm watching TV, 
I, I love to watch the uh, World Series of Poker. I like watching poker tournaments on TV because it, it's it's really weird, re, weird what's happened to sport to to poker. They're actually trying to call it a sport, you know, and it's the everyday guy that doesn't have to be athletically inclined to anything, who has a shot of winning a title if they play their cards right. The best poker players in the world don't have the best hands. They just make the best plays. I've seen guys win a hand with 9-2 in their hand. That's nothing. And win their hand because they knew the bluff. They knew the odds. They calculated risk. They made the stakes higher than the other person was willing to pay. They gave off the illusion that they had something when in actuality they had nothing. So what I what I enjoy about poker and watching it is that these people, these people here, play the hand they dealt. And it ain't always a good hand. But it ain't whether your hand is good. And it ain't whether you're going to get dealt bad cards or not because you're going to get dealt some bad cards. Everybody ain't finna get two bullets in their hand. You ain't finna get two aces when you get dealt, uh, you know, when you're playing draw poker. Some of your cards going to be nothing, but you got to turn that nothing into something. So when you get dealt these cards in life, it ain't the fact that you getting keep getting them dealt. I was talking with a young person yesterday, and uh, we were talking and we keep having the same conversation over and over and over. And they could not understand why they were not moving forward. But I said, you don't understand. Every time we talk, we have the exact same conversation. It is simply because you keep getting your cards and you playing them the same way. See, until you make a conscientious, uh, conscious decision to do something different, the results will continue to be the same. See, here's, here's, here's the way this works. When you're dealt the disappointments in life, it's how you handle the disappointments that determine the outcome and who you are. Because everybody going to be disappointed. Everybody going to lose a loved one. Everybody going to make a bad decision. Everybody going to wake up one morning and have done something they regretted. Everybody going to get caught at the wrong time. Every, everybody going to make a mistake. It ain't just you. It is how you play your cards when they get dealt to you that determine who you are. Now, how do I play my cards better? First of all, it's a mindset. Quit looking at everything as just the end when it happens to you. Oh, Lord, woe is me. No, everybody got your circumstances somewhere. It ain't, oh, woe is me. It's, hold on, man, okay? Let me play this out to see how God done connected this to something else. See, as soon as a person have a setback, what's the first thing a lot of people do? They go straight negative. I can't seem to get a break. I can't seem to move forward. Hold on, man. Do you realize this could be connected to something? See, you got to understand, man, that this thing is all connected, that you're not having these mishaps and these spills and accidents and falls for no reason. It's so you can become experienced at them. So when he takes you to the next level, when it happens again, you have no how and how to handle it. If you keep throwing yourself off the cliff every time something happens, you're just going to be a cliff diver. Man, stop tripping yourself out. I was talking to this young person. I kept saying, and, and you know what they tried to tell me? I'm trying to stay positive, but the people around here, they just killing that. Oh, I see. 
So when you learn something and you know something, you don't take ownership of it. You allow other people to come into what you know and believe and shake it loose from you. I don't care who you are, you're not doing me like that. Here's the deal. I have a gift that was given to me from God. That is the gift of comedy. That's what I've done. I've made the bulk of my living on that skill set right there. There are comedians who are supposedly friends of mine who I've worked with who get around in huddles with one another and they say, man, Steve really ain't funny. I don't see what they be laughing at. He ain't funny to me. He wasn't the funniest king to me. Excuse me. You're irrelevant in this conversation. Because irregardless as to how you feel about me, there are people think that I'm knocked down, kill over funny. But more importantly, I own the gift that God gave to me. I take ownership of his blessing. Because you don't think it's so, you ain't taking that from me. Stop letting people steal your joy. Stop letting people take what you're supposed to know. Look, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a kind person at heart. Man, you ain't nothing. Now you sitting here going, man, I guess I ain't. What, what you tripping for? You are a kind person. Own that. Take ownership of it. Stop letting things God has given you be taken away from others. The devil is a cold player, and he got cold players working for him, just shaking, just taking stuff from you. You know, I'm a hard worker. I really am intelligent. You stupid. Man, I thought I was a hard worker, man. They came in here and said I was stupid, man. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Uh, what? Excuse me. You're a very bright person. Hey, y'all, take ownership. When God gives you something, blesses you with a gift, a talent, a skill set, a mindset, own it. Don't let people come in here and take it from you, man. Okay, I probably shouldn't have went there. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let me have your attention, please. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is broadcasting a little different today. We are in Cancun, Mexico. Yeah, that's how I say it when I come here. It's Mexico when I'm in the state. It's Mexico when I'm down here. We in Cancun, Mexico. And we <laughs> at Cancun tripping. What's on? I'm everything. I'm already starting. Man. Man. I had cigar and tequila before the show started this morning. Good morning. I got up at five and had some uh, 100% on. of guave. <laughs> yeah, Five. tequila. Come on, yeah. Yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Underlay, underlay. Yeah, Carla Ferrell. Hola, hola, buenos dias. Watch this, Junior. Yeah. I ain't been to sleep yet. I had thir- thirteen dates already in a day. Come on, boy. <laughs> I'm down here dating. But that's on, how boy. you do, Junior. Saying it so, man. Come yeah. on, up. Uh. You know how to say thirteen in Spanish? Uh, Tracy. Whatever. Hey, same that number. That was close, right? I ain't say I was Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're on you, Junior. They're on you. Oh, what? Surely. How can you resist this? <laughs> this is live and in living color. No, let me tell you about this. So uh-huh. I spoke to Junior this morning uh-huh, uh-huh. coming into work. He in the hotel lobby turning in circles. Hey. Yeah. Hey. hey. I said, don't nobody want you like that. I didn't know it was Carla, though. Did nobody tell me? Yeah. I thought she wanted me. I said, my coworker want me. Look at this. Carla down here with some high heels on and some booty cutters. Yeah. Out here living her best life. Yes. Andale, yes. andale. Vamos. And in case for the visual, you all, Junior is doing the radio this morning with five people's names on the shirt of course I didn't know who it was so I asked Mm -hmm. yourself Kevin Antoine 
Corey and Raymond, mm-hmm. and he said it was the Central Park Five or the Exonerated And I five. said, well, you probably need to put that on a T-shirt <laughs> somewhere because I thought it was the five members of my high school talent show, the Imperial Wonders. <laughs> What's their name, huh? Yousef, Kelly, <laughs> Antoine, Corey, Raymond. Because all them is old school names. Corey, <laughs> Raymond, <laughs> Kel. Yousef been around for a long time. But shout out to yeah. the Exonerated Five, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm representing, man. We down here just black. So if you hear some noise in the background, they're doing uh, sound checks for the activities today. Yeah, all weekend long. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, man. It's a constant so, party. So we're in the top floor of the arena where all this is happening. So you'll be hearing that stuff mm-hmm. uh, in the background from time to time. Don't be startled. That's what happened when you live in Cancun, Come on, baby. that's right. But you we should have been here with us. We tried to yeah. tell you. Don't Sam sleep. Soul. <laughs> I decided that wasn't gonna happen right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, but this is big. So you gotta tell us, how was Marjorie's party last night? Come on, night? Uh-huh. You gotta tell us. Birthday. Y'all was there. Yeah, yeah off the <laughs> chain. Yeah. Uh, it was it's really really cool man a lot of people were there so much love appreciate all the love y'all gave her oh, of course. and of course. Uh, also on another note that was her big her 55 she thought that was her big one she don't know how big 60 gonna be <laughs> <laughs> you gonna lay out uh, lay it out Steve, one of your favorite segments, whether we're in the U.S. or in Mexico. Coming up at 32 after the hour, ask Steve. From Cancun, Mexico. Right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we are here at Sand and Soul, the festival going down, baby, in Cancun, Mexico. You know how we do. We're going to tell you all about it all through the morning. But right now, guys, it is time for Steve's favorite segment, Ask Steve. All right? I'll start it off, Steve. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of a crazy one, so listen, pay attention. And please uh, keep I'm gonna your answers short. I'm going to put my glasses short. on. Okay, okay. Tell yeah. me to keep my answers Keep your answers short so we can get some more questions. This Thank you a, very this much. This ain't just my segment. This <laughs> is my you. show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Come on, Thank let's you. go. We can't cool. <laughs> short answers. Thank you very much. All right, here we go. Listen, a 20-year-old version, 20 years older version of you, 20 years older version of you, Shows 20 up, years from now? From now. Okay. So that's 82. Okay. Shows up at your door. Frantically shouts, this is your last chance. You've got to cut this out before it's too late. Then he just fades away. Who is he talking to? He's talking to you. You got to cut this out? Yeah, you, you got to cut it out. You got to, before it's too late. Well, what is he probably talking about? What Pro- do you think? Probably talking about cussing. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to stop that for a number of years now. It was little tried. to no success. <laughs> but at 82? But yeah, I already know I'm going to up it at 82. <laughs> oh, you're going to pick it up a notch. Man, I was uh, with my frat brothers the other night. A lot of them came down from oh, yeah. from who I pledged with and stuff like that. Okay. And um, one of them's a minister. Oh, Steve. Oh, yeah, and, uh, the one you showed us. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Man, I just forgot. <gasps> Steve, oh, you did uh, not. You was yeah. cussing in front of the minister. No, no, to, at him. <laughs> Yeah, because who I was looking at was your boy yeah. from back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at I was looking at forty five years ago. Yeah, he's so, a yeah. changed man. He's uh-huh. oh, he's changed man. Yeah, he's pastor. So how did that end up? I, I want to hear that. He kept saying, "Boy, you ain't changed at all." <laughs> <laughs> but he certainly had. Yeah, <laughs> but you cussed at the minister. Too. All right, come on, to Jimmy, him. with your question, uh, this crazy man right here. All right, <laughs> all right, uh, uh, 
What does everyone think is really deep and meaningful, but it isn't? <laughs> like uh, that. Some of their outfits. <laughs> <laughs> they think it's deep yeah. and meaningful. Deep, Steve. Oh, man, I had this young. You, this here right here? You like this here? Dog, I bought this man back in. 80, 89, <laughs> and oh uh, man, I kept it all these years. It still look fresh. Oh, that ain't, you got on something from 89, dog. Okay. Yeah. Stop telling people that. Don't brag about that. It's, it's not deep. That ain't that deep. That ain't deep. Yeah. That's old. Oh, that's cool. All right, I got one. I got one, Shirley. All um, right. Come on. All right, Steve. What's something that did live up to the hype? Something that did live up yes, to the hype? Yes, yes. We always talk about what didn't live up to the hype. What did live that up to the That damn Michael Jackson, King of Pop, <laughs> his ass Legend. lived up to the hype. Yes, you, right up to it. Dog, say what you want to say, yeah. and when you get through saying it, he was about it. Okay. Michael Jackson was everything you thought he was going to be every time he walked out on that stage, plus some more. Woo. All right. Extra. Uh, dog. Extra. I've seen him many times. Always lived up to the hype. Was never a day. Nobody walking on Michael Jackson's show talking about man. He was he was off this evening. Yeah, they nah. never said that. Michael Jackson. Thank right. you, Steve. Thank you, sir. All right, here we go. Uh, what is the worst case, Steve, of being spoiled? And you know something about this. What is the worst case of being spoiled that you know about that you've witnessed? Oh, my children. <laughs> Every last one of them. All seven of them. They're spoiled. Black ass ungrateful. Oh, come on. No, nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Self-entitled. Wait a minute, you telling everybody. No, nah, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Every last one of them. It's the biggest example of spoil I've ever seen. I just now got it under control. Well, just a few years. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. Who spoiled them, sir? Mm-hmm. Who? Who who was the one that spoiled your kids? Well, the, the girls I did. Okay. 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 The boys, they just had a couple punk moments. <laughs> you know, and I had to stop that right away. <laughs> Damn kids. And and y'all might as well join in too, because you have felt the same way about you. Oh, oh yes. Every oh, day of yes. my life. Yes, sir. Yes, Where sir. Hell you think this yes. supposed to go. Yes. yes. You're not supposed to be on this damn vacation. I know. Yes. Okay. Can we be honest? Yeah. Your kids, isn't it kind of hard not to spoil them? Especially when they're young. It is tough because yeah. as a parent, you want to give your children a better yes. life than the one you had. Then yes. when you give it to them, you wish you hadn't. Exactly. That's, a, that's exactly. it. And that's where we because are. Because then they start missing mm-hmm. the lessons that you learned that's at right. that age. Yep. And they don't get it. But then guess what? They don't have to have that lesson. Right. right. But that yes. ticks you off because you knew you had to have it. That's right. And our parents did not spoil us. We live without a safety net. Yes. 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 We was a high trapeze, tra- high trapeze act. With, with with no net. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My kids have a net. Yeah. If yes. I blow this, yeah. my daddy, my mama got yes. me. Yes. I, I, that's the part yeah. that's troubling. We're the wow. net. You've provided a net mm-hmm. for your We're children. The net. Yeah. And they and they just sometimes when they fall in it, they just lay in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. They don't even climb back up on they the damn wall. The, they yeah. down there bouncing in yeah. the net. They got their yeah. friends over. And yeah. what would be cool is if they, <laughs> once they got out of the net, if they would just give a phone call. Thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. But What? Anyway, all right, we're moving on. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're real. moving on. This is Ask Steve. Come on, Junior, what you got? All right, uh, what is your first memory of the internet? This is going to be good. What's oh, your yeah. first memory of the internet? Well, I didn't know how it worked. And uh, a long time ago, back at the radio station when we were in Dallas, mm-hmm. this white guy sent me 
an email. Mm-hmm. And it had several people in it. But Uh-oh. the dude that forwarded <laughs> to me, when I typed on my answer, and it had that little thing that you click that says reply all. Mm-hmm. I thought it meant, dude, I want my whole email to go out. <laughs> so I pressed reply all. And that sent my response oh, back to the Steve. white dude. And what I was saying to my black friend was not for white ears. <laughs> and buddy, that man called me and said, Hey, uh, Steve, I'm uh-huh. sure you didn't mean to send me this. <laughs> I'm going to ignore this and just okay. let you know that you got to be careful. That was it. All right, thank you. That's our version today. In Mexico, Cancun at the San Soul <laughs> Festival of Ask Steve. All right, uh, coming up, Junior is in for the nephew with Run That Prank Back. We're getting into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. Kevin Hart is back at work. Boy, that's Great. good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, glad to hear that. And today in Celebrity Birthdays, we have a special shout-out. Plus, uh, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. But right now, Junior is in for the nephew with Run That Frank Back. What you got, Junior? Uh, Dr. Petrie. <laughs> huh? Say it like Tommy. Huh? Dr. Petrie. What's the huh? I know. Because he can't hear. He's hard of hearing. Dr. Petrie. (laughs) Run it, cat. (laughs) I love it. Run it, cat. I know. Hello? I'm trying to reach Dr. Petrie, please. This is Dr. Petrie. Dr. Petrie, uh, my my name is uh, Jared. Jared. And and I I was hoping you could help me out with a a problem that I have. Okay. Hello, Jared. Um, I would love to help you out with a problem, unfortunately, though. You're Dr. Petrie, right? I am, but this is my personal number. How did you get this number? I, somebody gave me this number so I could call you and, 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 and try to get some counseling from you because I got a. I, I mean, I'm 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 really in a bad situation right now. Okay, I, I can I can recognize that that you're in a bad situation, but I how did you get my number? This is my personal line. Who gave you my number? Are you 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 the doctor? You the counselor that help people with with with, with, with situations and problems and stuff, right? Yes, I am, Jared. What can I do for you, Jared? Uh, I got a a problem that uh, it seems like I'm just, you know, I've been married to my wife for six years. Okay, wait, 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 Jared. Now this, what you're, what you're about to get into, you're about to, you want to go into a counseling session, and so in order to do that, I do that through making an appointment. So I understand all of that, but you, you, you don't understand. I'm trying to, what I'm trying to tell you is that I, I got a situation, and I know it's gonna happen again tonight. Cause it's been happening all the time. I'm, I'm just, I just need some. If you could just give me a little bit of help, and then I'll come in next week. But I mean, I just need you to tell me how to handle my problem, and then I'll come in next week. I just, I just, I need this bad right okay. now. Jared, 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 I need you to focus. Okay, I don't do this over the phone. I, however, it sounds to me like you I, really I, need. I, a, I need you. Can you, can you be there for me just for yes, a second? Yes, I, I'm, I'm here right now. Thank for calling you and disrupting your weekend. But can you help me out? Excuse me. Hey, tell him I'll call him back. This, I don't know what's going on. Someone gave this gentleman. Hello? Tell him I'll call him back. Hello? I'm here. Dr. P- is it Dr. Petrie? I'm here. Tell me Tell me what's going on, Jared. I'm here to listen to you. Okay, listen. I, I've been I've been married to my wife for like six years now. And, okay. And, and, and I don't know what it is, but whenever, whenever we intimate, you know, I, I, I get scared 
and, and I, I go into the closet, and, and I got a TV in there, and I watch old TV shows because I'm scared. I'm scared of the the intimacy between me and her. Okay, uh, Jared, this this sounds like a particular case. Um, it's different from anything that I've experienced thus far, and I want to make sure that I address your. Now we up in the big league, getting our turn at bat. What? Long as we live, you uh, and me, baby. Jared. Ain't nothing wrong with that, cause we're J- moving on up. Oh, okay, Jared, focus. You called me, and you need me to help. I'll, I'll be, I'll be going, I'll be going through it. It'd be bothering me. Okay, Jared, what I need to do is I need to make sure One, that whatever. Two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, oh, six, eleven o'clock, uh, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock, rock the clock tonight. When the clock strikes two. Charlie did this to me. Oh, my 
God, do you know how much time I want? Oh, I got God. You got, oh, you got me flustered. I was recording you. I hope you know that. <laughs> oh, I got to ask you something, though. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Show, baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Huh? Huh? Let's get no money. Here it comes. Irrelevant question. Huh? Huh? Don't y'all need a Dr. Petrie? <laughs> Think y'all question. need a Dr. Petrie in y'all life? Huh? But, but huh? Why I'll you pass. Irrele- irrelevant statement. Huh? <laughs> huh? See, you ain't got a Dr. Petrie. Because you don't have Dr. Petrie. <laughs> That's how the nephew is. Just a bunch of ignorance. I don't even understand. But he's singing the TV theme songs in the prank. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Because <laughs> he's stupid. I don't know okay. why. I you don't why. even try to understand know why. No, and yeah. we got to remind everybody to watch Ready, Ready, to, Ready love. to Love. That's right. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Tomorrow night. On right. 10 Eastern, 9 Central. There Second season, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nephew in the building. Mm-hmm. All right. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news. We'll get to it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So in today's entertainment news, I love this. Kevin Hart is back at work. I love it. Kevin is officially back on the job after his car accident. I mean, that was a crazy car accident, a very serious car accident. He had yeah. to do rehab and all of that, but um, he was in such physical shape, such great, great physical shape. So that I'm sure that probably escalated his recovery. Don't you think, Steve? No. Mm-hmm. No. You don't think that? No, not at all. What do you think? I think that was purely God. Oh, it was God. It was oh. God, yeah. You yes. have to send that, that car. That saved him yeah. and all that. No, yeah. to send what, that car. The way that car looked, oh, man. Those oh, no. three people that walked away from that, mm-hmm. seriously, that that's that's God's grace. Yeah. He, he spared some people. Most people, when you see a car like that, mm-hmm. man, it it's really, really tragic results. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so I've talked, well, not talked, but we've texted after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's a smart brother, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were saying on uh, TMZ, the uh, somebody, I guess who was driving, accelerator, hit the accelerator. So they just released that report yesterday oh, okay. on TMZ. But it's just like you said, Steve, when you look at those pictures. Yeah. No. Oh, man, of that car? Man. No. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just talking about his and recovery. And I don't care. But rehab. Yeah, the recovery. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't care how strong you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many muscles you got. Yeah. I don't care how fit you are. If your car normally goes down a cliff like that and looks like yeah. that, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a tragedy. Yeah. And you can be in the best physical shape of your life. And I just thank God that they were all being watched over. Yes. yes. That, that was some angels uh, in that car. Oh, Amen. Yeah. Amen. Now, this is according to E! News. Uh, Kevin Hart is working with his Jumanji co-stars on a new marketing campaign for the film. His doctor gave him the go-ahead to return to work. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Danny DeVito, and Danny Glover are all working reduced schedules in order to accommodate Kevin. So that's really good that's news. That's cool. Yeah, glad to hear he's back at work. Yeah. So he must be doing a lot better. Well, today is Cardi B's birthday. Happy birthday, Cardi, Cardi. B. Oh, Cardi. Yes, Cardi yes, B. yes, yes. All oh, right, that's the day after Marjorie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. Sunday is our girl Carla Farrell's birthday. Hi. Happy birthday, Carla. Thank you, crew. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. I uh, got Marjorie for her birthday, a stripper pole. Excuse ahead. me, did go you ahead, really? Kevin. I got a triple toe. She you wanted that. No, was I wanted her it. or you? Yeah. I wanted it. <laughs> the fact you wouldn't got it. And as soon as I told her paper off of it, she said, what is that? 
<laughs> I said, it's a stripper pole. She said, who is it for? Uh-huh. I said, I thought you'd enjoy it for exercise. Uh-huh. She said, we have a gym. <laughs> right. Wow. So a the stripper pole gym. idea didn't, didn't go good. Do you return it? How yeah. Do you, do you uh, take it back? Actually, after that? I, and then what do you say yeah, when you return see, it? Really, y'all, it ain't necessary because I dreamed I gave her oh, the stripper pole. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, in real life, my ass knows not to go down there. With a big, damn stripper can't pole. Do it. Yeah, I thought, you know, since with Cardi B birthday today, uh-huh. and you know, she the 55 year old version, uh-huh. you know, yeah. I thought I'd, you know, just, you know, cause she looked good and everything. She so, maybe, so, so, so let me just throw you back a few years uh-huh. at yeah. what I think, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I had a dream that I gave her the stripper pole, and when I woke up, it was it was a sad dream. Yeah. She are, didn't you, want are you gonna say what you really got her? Uh, just a little bit if you don't want, you know. Well, I did. This year was a different year. This first, I gave her a trip. Oh. I gave her a trip for okay. her birthday. Uh huh. Okay. okay. But it's something that she and I are gonna do together. Oh, oh, nice. so y'all taking together? Yeah. But oh. it's a place she's always wanted to go. Okay. Oh. So nice. I just gave her a trip. All right. Okay. We gotta ask her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, happy birthday to Marjorie. Happy uh, birthday to uh, Carla. Yes. Okay. Libras in the building. Yes. 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 Yeah. All right, Steve. Time to get caught up on today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, diplomats of the United Nations held an emergency meeting yesterday about Turkey's air and ground attacks on northeastern Syria. Turkey's actions began this week after President Trump pulled out all American troops working with our Kurdish allies, left them alone. However, the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, Kelly Kraft, says the Trump administration is warning that if Turkey fails to play by the rules, you know, whatever those are, there'll be consequences. President Trump has emphasized to the government of Turkey that they bear full responsibility for protecting the Kurdish population and religious minorities, including Christians, and ensuring that no humanitarian crisis takes place. Europeans are going even further, though. They're calling on Turkey to end its military operation, which they say will provide fertile ground for the reemergence of ISIS. Two men working with Donald Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, helping his efforts to investigate Joe Biden and his son's dealings in the Ukraine. Well, they've been subpoenaed by congressional investigators. Authorities say both men born in the Soviet Union, but now U.S. citizens were arrested for alleged campaign violations at a D.C. area airport yesterday, both with one-way tickets out of the country. Prosecutors say that Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman allegedly donated huge sums of foreign money, which is illegal to Republicans using dummy companies as a cover. In Florida, a white man has been found guilty of manslaughter in last year's killing of an unarmed young black man in an argument over a parking uh, space. Uh, it was a disabled parking space. That white man, 48-year-old Michael Dreschka, claimed to be standing his ground. However, video shows that he was the aggressor trying to bully 28-year-old Marquise McLaughlin's girlfriend as she waited for him in the car with their children in a disabled parking space. McLaughlin pushed Dreja away from his family. Then Dreja pulls out a gun and fatally shot him. Dreja was sentenced, though, by Judge Joseph Ballone. Dreja, I'm going to uh, find you guilty. I'm going to sentence you to 20 years in the Department of Corrections with all credit for time served, with credit for 92 days. Judge Ballone described Dreja as a wannabe cop and rejected defense requests for a lenient no-jail sentence. In Alabama, congratulations go out to African-American probate Judge Stephen Reed, who has been elected this week as the first black mayor of the state's capital city, Montgomery. Naomi Osaka, ranked number three female tennis player in the world, has reportedly decided to represent Japan in the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo, Tokyo giving 
up her American citizenship. By the way, uh, tennis uh, phenom was assaulted uh, not long ago by a couple of Japanese comedy team after winning the singles championship over there. One of them said the black and Asian athlete was sunburned. The other said that she needed to do some bleach. And the streets to be named later on today in Augusta, Georgia, for international opera star Jesse Norman who died last week at age 74. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, uh, we're here at Sand and Soul at the Sand and Soul Festival in Cancun, Mexico. Yeah. And so for some reason, when we go places sometimes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Junior... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feels poetic. I get inspired. Yes. That he, what happened. he feels like he should share a poem with us. I should. Yeah. I should. We didn't ask him, no. but oh, he, oh. he wants to bless no, us well, with you know, another poem. Feel how you want to feel, Tom. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got the old Lord me. This is something that hit me when I landed. <laughs> when I landed, I felt this. Excuse, Excuse me, you. let me tell our social media director. Excuse me, Don. You ain't the bomb. Oh, <laughs> you know what? That's your opinion. No, yeah. no, yeah. no, yeah. no, yeah. no, yeah. no, that's a lot of people's yeah. opinion. Yeah. Well, you know what? Well, you go know ahead. What? You, you got know, a chance to uh, prove hey, us yeah. wrong. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. I'm finna prove y'all wrong right now, because this hit me soon as I touched down Cancun. In Cancun? Okay. Yeah, here okay. you go. <clears throat> the flu hit people, too. <laughs> <clears throat> you want to turn the lights off here? No, no, we good. Uh, okay. <clears throat> here we go. Come on, Junior. Guess where we at? We down in Cancun. We gonna party till sun up. Or until we see the moon. Smoking cigars with Uncle Steve and a comedy show. Or you can even go over to the casino and try to win yourself some dough. See, that's how we do down here in Cancun. Now put your cash away because it's not needed. It's all inclusive. Don't know what that means? You can look it up and read it. Cancun, baby. Man, this is the life. We're going to get you back home and the haters will be going, ooh, it must be nice. Then you can rub it all in their face and say, you're damn right, because it was a party in Cancun for four days, and it was all that they said it was going to be. That's how I had ended it, because I put going to be on the end, because they said it was going to be nice. That's why I had put the haters on there, because the haters were talking, oh, it's going to be nice. I said, yep, it was going to be. That's it. That's how I do it. Hit me right away. Junior, I will say this. Yeah. Out of all your poems, that was the best. That's probably the best one because it hit me. One. It's fresh. Well, yeah. it's like because Jay writes your other poems. <laughs> well, you know and what? I'm going to be honest with you. They suck. Yeah. They, well, you yeah. Know what? This was your best one, Junior. <laughs> Wait, say something. Uh, you know, we down here saying so. It hit me. Mm-hmm. And so when inspiration hits you, you have to let that take over. You got to go turn. with it. Yeah. You got to go with yeah. it. My turn. Go ahead, Carla. Come on. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. You ain't party with us okay. all last night. Wait a minute, do the last part again. Gonna be. It's right. all they said. It's gonna be. That's how you end it? That's how you end it. <laughs> boo. You know what? You know what, Carla? Gonna be, right. boo. You know, you know what? Some gifts ain't for everybody. Uh, thanks, Junior. <laughs> Listen, coming up at 34 after the hour, black people pool rules, okay, for the Sand and Soul Festival. That's coming up right after this <laughs> with Uncle Steve. It's gonna be great. Yes. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So we're here at the Sand and Soul Festival in Cancun, Mexico. Uh, so you and Jay Anthony Brown, you put together some black people pool rules, okay? You know, it's going to be a lot of people down at the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was thinking of some pool rules okay. for okay. black people. 
It's not for everybody, for black people. This is directly <laughs> pointed and aimed at us. Because we need pool rules, because sometimes everybody ain't got a pool. Yeah, you right. yeah. Oh, that's, that's, true. True. that's true. So that's true. we need to go over pool yeah. rules. Okay, we got a bunch of pool parties. Here's here. the first thing you need to know: if you're gonna be at the pool, bring extra lotion. Yeah, <laughs> because once you get out the water and start to dry, ash is real. Ash is real. And white people don't know what's wrong when you ask you, so they're going to say something offensive to you. Bring extra lotion. Good point. I like that. That's important. That's important. That's real. Because, you know, they be to say something to you that really... Is that eczema? No! <laughs> All right. Here's another one. Listen to me, y'all. If you have anything glued on your body, water... We'll loosen it up. <laughs> oh, if oh. you have anything glued on your body, mm-hmm. water will loosen it up. So listen to me. I know these lace fronts is fitting down pretty solid, but if you jump in water, don't swim from up under your lace front. <laughs> Wait, that last line. Say that again. Don't jump. swim from up under. <laughs> Your lace front. Out and under. Got it. You come up and you looking at that hair on top of the water and running. <laughs> this is a jellyfish. No, no, sister, sister. This your lace He's stupid. Now, come listen on. to me. Come on. We are doing black people pool rules. Got it. These Got are it. for black people. Uh-huh. Here's another one. Okay. Some of us mm-hmm. have no business running on dry land. Right, right. So? So don't carry your wide ass around there on that wet surface. Oh my God. If you ain't ran on dry land in a long time, uh-huh. your chubby ass don't need to be running oh on this wet surface. Walk, walk. Uh-huh. Yep. Here's another one. This is for black people, and, but this is for any white people that's if you have a big belly, yeah, come on down to the pool and enjoy yourself. Because mm-hmm. you ain't going to be the only one down there with a big belly. Uh, okay. I like Just it. come on. Fit in. I like it. Don't even yeah. worry about fit that. Fit in where you fit in. Sand yeah. and soul is not, this is not a millennial crowd. <laughs> come kick it, huh? Everybody out here past their prime. <laughs> Here's another one. Okay. This is pool rules for black people. Okay. Rule, this is a steadfast rule, so listen to me carefully. Friends Mm -hmm. don't let friends wear bad outfits. Oh, that's important. You better talk. If you got on a one piece, Mm -hmm. some of y'all might need three or four pieces. Okay? It's all right to jump in the pool with your wrap on. It's all right. Not the wrap. Yeah. Here, keep that on. 
rules for black people at the pool. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but black people get sunburned. Oh, yeah. Now, it ain't as obvious, but if we feel it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And last but not least, what, I'm not sure how much chlorine uh-huh. we going to have in these pools. Yes. I have no idea. I don't know the ratio uh-huh. chlorine to water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. So please, please, mm-hmm. pee in your room. <laughs> <laughs> and those, ladies and gentlemen, are black people pool rules. <laughs> We're down room. at the San Itzel Festival in Cancun, Mexico. Coming up next, Junior's in for the nephew yet again with today's prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Uh, subject, my status has been downgraded. Got that? Mm. My status mm. has been downgraded. Mm-mm. Right now, though, we're going to talk to Junior in for the nephew uh, with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Junior? Eight and two. What? Huh? what? Eight and two. What does that mean? Well, I, I have no idea. That's just the prank he left me with. <laughs> His instructions were said just like this. Eight and two. <laughs> Run it, cat! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, hey, I'm trying to get Samantha. Uh, yeah, well, this, this Sam, this Sam. Sam, okay, Sam. All right, hey. Yeah. Uh, okay, I thought it was Samantha. Okay, it's, it's, it's Sam? Yeah, it's Sam, man, what's up? Okay, uh, hey, my name is Calvin. I wanted to, uh, reach out to you, holler at you about, uh, about, uh, your girl, right? Your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, she is. Okay. How long y'all been together? We've been together about, about 10, 11 years. Why? What's going on? Well, listen, me and been hollering at each other for like the last few months or whatever. I wanted to reach out to you. You know, didn't want to call you. She wanted me to call you. I wanted to tell you that, you know, didn't decide that she want to start hanging with me. I'm, she want me to come over to the house and pick her stuff up. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, really? Really, that's what's going on. You calling me. She done told you to call me and tell me this. Basically, what I wanted to do, Sam, is just have a man-to-man talk with you and just let you know. Yeah, that, girl, you, know. you, you, you that, that, that's, what, that's what's going on right now. Don't do it, because right now you just talking a bunch of What's up? No, what I'm saying is that, you know, I, I'm already making room for her at my apartment. I'm just trying to come up <laughs> Uh, listen, that, that ain't none of that. It is whatever. If you want to come get come get but it ain't going out. We ain't, we ain't going out without a fight. I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping with you, and I'm not tripping with her. But you come to my house talking about getting from my, out of my house, then it's going down. Me and you, me and you. So what's up? You coming to get us because I'm, I'm on the road right now in these trucks, but I'll meet you there. So if you're coming to get us, come on with it. Okay, okay, hold up, though. Hold up, though. Let's back up. Because, see, like I say, I'm trying to have this, you know, where we ain't got to have no problem. All I want to do is come in the house and get her stuff and pack it up so I can get it over to me. You think you just finna come into my house that I've been with all these years? You think you just gonna be, we just gonna be peaches and cream? You got me. I'm telling you, dog, you come to my house, it's going down. And that's just that. She needs to be a woman. Why don't she bring it to me? Why she didn't bring it to me? You know what I'm saying? What's up? What's up? What's, y- y'all want to be together now? Oh, she ain't no more? 
all I know is she was feeling me. That's all I'm saying. She was feeling me, you know. She and, feeling and, you. And, and, she oh, feeling you. I mean, do you have a problem with her leaving? Because that's her choice. You know what I'm saying? If she claims she want to be with me, that's what she want. You know, I ain't knocking what nobody do. You understand? But what I'm trying to tell you is she telling me she want to be with me. So I'm just trying to get you to let uh, Is it better for me and her to go over there while you ain't there and get her stuff? Dog, all this you saying now, I don't, I, I ain't got the rational thing with you. She need to be the one telling me all of this. And since she can't do it, and you man, you man, you know, that's what you call for, man to man, come get up. That's all I'm saying. Come get up. Hey, 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 Samantha, Samantha, for real though. Hey, say man, hey, hey, say man, my name is Sam, man. I ain't gonna tell you that no more. I already told you that when you called, when you first called. Okay, Sam. So listen. Okay, well, hey, hey, you know what? I ain't even finna go back and forth with you. Didn't chose me. I'm finna come get her. Hey, all this you talking, you still on this phone with all that jaw jacking. If you wanna come get her, I didn't invited you. So if you wanna bring your over here, come get it. I'm Aiden too, old. I whooped eight two of them. Got me, but I'll tell you this much: two of them, them, them two there, they don't wanna me no more. They don't want to rock with me no more. And like I said, tell that I'm with you. She ought to be woman enough when she's behind the back in the background telling you to come tell me some. Ain't that some man? I'm a and you come because you acting like a boy too. I'm a flat. So what's up? Okay, well, look here. Let me go and say this here to you. Then can I can I tell you what she told me? Man, you tell me whatever you want to tell me. Really, I don't what she told you, but what what's up? I just want to tell you, she told me to prank phone call you. This is Nephew Tommy <laughs> from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this <laughs> Sam, you all right? I'm straight, man. I'm straight. Man, y'all wrong, man. Look here, man. Y'all had me ready. <laughs> Hey, I got to hear you say one more thing. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show, man. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, eight and two, that we left us with. Okay. Well, you play too much, yeah. too. Oh, no. I just do him. That's all I be doing. Uh -huh. He just said, Junior, do eight and two. Then when you come out to pray, say, huh? <laughs> huh? Oh, he, he gave you that yeah, instruction. Huh? <laughs> What's your thing? Huh? Huh? Irrelevant statement. See, you got to have eight and two. Uh, Why? <laughs> you don't need that. Okay, Junior, Junior, hold on. What's up, We've been talking about these black people pool rules. Yeah, uh, you yeah. told us about that. I got a break. few more. Uh oh. <laughs> I got about four good ones that I should have said. What? These we're gonna have to move you these can't, up by the top. Can't leave these out. Let's start with this one. These are pools rules for black people. Okay, okay. All right. Here one. Come on. Pool furniture. Yeah. Has weight limits. It's wicker. It's wicker. It's plastic. You know, it's it's made. It's it's. It's, it's got, it's this, look at this stuff close. Right. Mm -hmm. Ain't no nuts and bolts on this stuff. <laughs> know your limit. Yeah. 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 This is how you know you're too big for this chair. If you sit down in a chair and some of you is out the chair. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's important. It yeah. got weight limit uh -huh. on it. Here's another one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Cannot. <laughs> pool rules for black people. Don't try to eat in the pool. Oh. 
Cause it cause it's gonna look like something else when you waste it oh. in the water. It's gonna look like something else. No, really, no, Steve. Don't try to eat in the pool. No, no. Steve. A cracker floating on the water it ain't gonna look like a cracker. No, no. I'm with you when you're right. Who done vomited in this damn water? <laughs> it's a cracker. Your damn cracker. No, no, no. Black people pool rule. Okay. Okay. If you can't swim, come on. Why is you playing by the edge? <laughs> <laughs> the hell is you all at the edge running? If you can't swim, why is you playing by the edge? We're us. doing that ain't us. black people pool rules. This is the last one and probably the most important. Oh, okay. You can't get mad. Uh-huh. If some water splash on you, oh. you <laughs> had a pool. Yeah, that is very important. Steve. I like that. That's one. true. Uh -huh. We had a pool. Yes. Some water splashed on you. Yeah. We had a pool. Don't yeah. get no water in my hair though. It's gonna yeah. be a problem. Yeah. It's gonna be a situation. Yeah. Now this man done jumped thirty feet <laughs> from you. <laughs> His fat ass done exploded the pool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so now you mad, mm. jumping in the damn waterfall, because they at a pool. Yeah. Okay. But you know black women in our hair now. You we don't but you at a pool. Yeah. I'm talking about dudes with their linen outfits on. Oh, yeah. You know they clean. Uh -huh. First of all, you supposed to have on swimming shorts. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I give you one last one? More. One more. <laughs> one more. Yeah, this has been on his mind. Uh -huh. Last rule for black people at swimming pool. <laughs> Let's hear it. Steve. Everybody don't think your baby cute. Uh -huh. At the swimming pool. No. <laughs> no. All right, look, coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, my status has downgraded. My status is downgraded. We'll get into the Strawberry Letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM. And, uh... Click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. All right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Junior. Mm -hmm. And I did like your poem mm -hmm. this time out. Yeah. All right, subject, my status has been downgraded. <laughs> Dear Stephen Shirley, for the past eight years, I've been dating a 60-year-old man, and I am 14 years younger than he is. Everything in our relationship was good until six months ago when he moved his second ex-wife and their 20-year-old child back into his home. Uh, he has been divorced for 12 years, but he told me that his ex-wife is having financial problems, so he allowed her to move in. This changed our relationship a lot. We don't spend time together daily like we used to, and he only comes to my house twice a month. When he comes over, we have sex, and then he leaves within two hours. I am not allowed to go to his house anymore. He says it's because he is working a lot more to help his ex-wife out financially, and he's tired more uh, during the week. I no longer get invited to his family get-togethers because his ex-wife and their child can go with them. They go with them now. He had a family reunion recently, and uh, we had been planning to go together until the ex-wife came back into the picture. He said that his child invited her, and he had no control over it. I was hurt, so I started pulling away from him and started hanging out more with my friends and a few of my coworkers. Besides him calling me every day to check on me, I feel like an afterthought now. 
I love this man and I want to be married. We were on the right track and I thought he wanted the same thing I did. He asked me to hang in there and be patient until his ex-wife is able to get her own place. I could be waiting forever. Or I could leave him alone and get back on the dating scene. What should I do? Do I hold out, keep the faith with this man, or cut him off completely? Please advise. Okay, first of all, 20 years old, that is not a child. Okay, that is not a child. But you ask, do you hold out and keep the faith with, with this man or cut him off completely? Should you leave him alone and get back in the dating scene? That's what I would do. I would leave him alone and get right back in the dating scene if I were you. Uh, (laughs) He treats you like an afterthought. That's how I would treat him, just like an afterthought, if I thought about him at all. I I, I wouldn't think of him at all. If you do, if you do think about him, think about how his face is going to look when he sees you out with his new younger man, okay, with your younger man. Think about how his face is going to drop, his mouth, okay? Because he's dead wrong for what he's doing. He's dead wrong bringing his ex-wife in the house with, with his 20-year-old child, as he calls it. All right, he may feel an obligation to him, but you guys have been together a long time. You guys are in a relationship, so you need to leave. He's not, even though he asked you <laughs> to wait, don't wait. Don't waste your life waiting on this man, because you see how he treats you. You're, you're really less than an afterthought. You're like that side, side, side chick, because he only sees you twice a month now. And when he does, he just comes in and has sex with you. What kind of relationship is that? You can't continue to, to treat, allow him to treat you like that and treat yourself like that. Let him go and move on, all right? Steve. <laughs> I'm going to eat down. I know. I'd be one to go, lady. What the hell are you doing? Um, my status has been downgraded for the last eight years. Eight. Eight years. You've been dating a 60-year-old man, which means he was 52 when y'all started dating. <laughs> now, he's 60 now, and you 46. Eight years ago, you was how old? 38? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you was 38, he was 52. What 52-year-old don't know what he wants? Yeah. What 60-year-old don't know what he wants? No, no 60, 60-year-old men know what they want. And let me tell you what he wanted. About six months ago, he moved his second ex-wife and a 20-year-old child back into his home. You know why? Because that's what he wanted. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. these 60-year-old men exactly. know what they want. He wanted the ex-wife back and the 20-year-old. Now, he told you they've been divorced 12 years, but his ex-wife is having some financial troubles. Who lets their ex-wife move back in the house because they having financial troubles? don't give a damn what kind of trouble you have. (laughs) We got divorced for a reason. Why is your financial trouble my problem now? So, don't nobody do that, lady. Don't no 60-year-old man move his second ex-wife in after 12 years because she having financial difficulties. Don't nobody do that. You know why? Because you ain't heard nobody doing that. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because don't nobody do that. We don't spend time together daily like we used to, and he only comes to my house twice a month. When he comes over, we have sex, and then he leaves within two hours. You know why? Wow, that's terrible. Oh my god, cause he got to go home. Yeah, he has to go home. Mm -hmm. The wifey number. You know why? 
Cause somebody lived there looking for him. And with a 20 year old, the mama and the 20 year old can both work. So now, hold up though. He moved him back in cause they wanted to. When he comes over there, have sex, and then he leave in two hours because he got to go home. <laughs> he got to, as we lay, <laughs> we forgot about the problems as we lay. Sing it still. Yeah. Ooh. Not ooh. <laughs> A lot of ooh. <laughs> yeah, as we lay. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. All right. So wrong. So- we come back, I'll tell you the rest of it. All right. I got some bad news for you. Yeah. We're going to have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, my status has been downgraded. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, my status has been downgraded. This 60-year-old man that told his 46-year-old after eight years of dating, hold up. Uh, something didn't happen. I'm moving my ex-wife that I've been divorced for 12 <laughs> years from with her 20-year-old daughter back in my house because they having financial troubles. Wait a minute. Hold up, dog. I'm in a relationship with this chick that I'm supposed to want the same things it was, but I done moved somebody in the house while I'm dating somebody that I'm in love with? <laughs> Partner, yeah. don't nobody do that. If he in love with you, he ain't moving nobody in the house. No, she gonna have to find some work. Hey, here goes some help. Help her. Give her some rent. You don't let her move in, tear your playhouse down, and now you don't see him no more. When he do come over, we have sex and he leave in two hours. Cause he got to go home. You know why he got to go home? Cause some people stay there looking for his ass. Ex-wife that moved in but started to act like a wife, and the child will always be the child. So he has obligations. He said because he's uh he got to go home because he be tired. And uh, oh, hold up, listen. When we come up, we have sex. He leave. I'm not allowed to go to his house anymore. That cause it ain't his house. It's another woman in there. Once a woman move in your house, it dog that ain't your house no more. Nope. It's her house. I can't go over his house anymore. And why would you want to? Do you want to get stabbed? <laughs> you asking for it. No, you don't go over no woman house. What you finna do? Y'all finna go over there and have sex? What? He don't invite me to his house anymore. He says because he's working a lot and he's trying to help his wife out financially and he's tired during the week. Hell yeah, he's tired. I no longer get it to his family. I Listen to this line. I no longer get invited to his family's get-togethers. Yeah. Because his ex-wife and they child go with him now. You know why you don't get to come to the family get-togethers no more? Because they is the family. Yeah, right. You're done. No, they is the family. That's still. What they need you over there for. Right. Family get-togethers is for family. You ain't family. Uh-uh. Now, you was getting over there, been invited over there because you thought you was going to be family. But now you know you not because he got another family. He got his second family over there. I don't, what part of this letter you ain't read? <laughs> this make me mad right here. And then uh, he had a family reunion recently, and we had been planning to go together until his ex-wife came back into the picture. He said his child invited her, and he had no control. What? <laughs> Say it again. Family <laughs> reunions ain't ran by the children. 
That ain't who run. 20-year-olds ain't in charge of no damn family reunion. You better talk. 20-year-olds don't even want to go to the damn family reunion. Oh, no. Go around here and sit around these old-ass people up under this tree. They don't even know. Eating this dry-ass barbecue. <laughs> he said his child invited her. He had no control. I was hurt. So I started pulling away from him and started hanging out with more of my friends, a few of my coworkers. Besides him calling me every day to check on me, I feel like an afterthought. Then she says right here, now I love this man and I want to be married. He do too. <laughs> and he invited the second wife back in the house. He wants to be married too. Ta-da, y'all have something in common. It's just he don't want to be married to you. You can still want to be married, but it's not going to be to him. We were on the right track and I thought he wanted the same thing I did. You do. Uh-huh. <laughs> Both y'all wanted to be married. <laughs> yeah. And he decided he really wanted to be married to his second wife. Y'all want the exact same thing. Y'all don't want it with the same people. Now you take <laughs> right. your ass over there. That's it. Listen to me. You can take your ass over there to that lady house if you want to. <laughs> I'm telling you, right now, you're going to be on 48 hours. <laughs> First 48. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's going to be right over there. And it ain't going to take long to figure out who stabbed you. <laughs> Take uh-uh. He asked uh-uh. me to hang in there and be patient until his ex-wife is able to get her own place. She's not going to get no other place. She got a place. Why would you struggle to get a place when you got a place? Uh, I could be waiting forever. Yes. You are. Yeah, mm-hmm. Now, or I could leave him alone and get back on the dating scene. What should I do? Do I hold out and keep the faith with this man uh-uh. or cut him off completely? Well, here's what I think. I think you should leave him, and you know why? Because he left you. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's true. Oh. See, this is oh. this easy. Great. Should I leave him? He left you? Yeah. Why are you hanging on? Listen to me. The famous words of Judge Lynn Toller on my show was the best advice I've ever heard anybody give to women, and she said it, and I've used it a hundred times. Lynn, Judge Lynn Toller said her mama told her, don't let a man have to tell you twice he don't want you. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Now, he done told you he done moved two women in. Okay. And you wasn't none of the women. Uh-uh. <laughs> now, you go in there if you want to. The 20-year-old probably crazy. I'm just saying. You, you finna get stabbed on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. Uh, Listen, thank you. Uh, put your comments, post them on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, he will be in the building. Who, Shirley? Who? Pimpin'. Pimpin'. This is week six of the NFL picks. We'll get to it at 46 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming into the room. Here he come. <laughs> With his own music. In Cancun. Yeah, he's here. Who knew? We're at the Sand and Soul Festival in Cancun, Mexico. This is week six of the NFL picks. <laughs> Pimpin' in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, 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 what's up? What's up, everybody? What's going on? How you feeling? <laughs> Man, I feel delicious, man. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Delicious, man. I'm down here in Cancun. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. with these Mexicans. Yeah. Oh man, I'm having the best time. Man. All these names down here, Julio, Jose, uh-huh. Aurelio. Oh man, we just up in him. Aurelio, you in Mexico? Oh man, you you like it? What is it? What is that you got on? You, man? you don't see it? It's canary. Uh- <laughs> I love his laugh. The color or the bird? I get both. <laughs> See, a lot of people think this these is actually feathers. They just been pressed. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Like, like, man, this about seven hundred. This about seven hundred canaries. <laughs> oh, I didn't kill them. You know, I, okay. I met Ellen DeGeneres, so uh-huh. I didn't kill them. I just plucked them. Oh, <laughs> you plucked them. Damn, they don't look. They don't look cute without their feathers. <laughs> well, glad you can oh, make it. Oh, oh, snap. I wasted some tobacco. I almost got it on the canary. That's <laughs> crazy, man. I can't do nothing on this here. This ain't you can't do nothing with that. There we go. I'm ready now. What's happening? What's up, Junior? Well, we, last week, Pippa, you did good, man. Boy, I was hot, wasn't I? three. All I mean is because I'm old now. I know who now. All right, well, let's get it in, All right, let's go. Carolina Panthers. At Tampa Bay, who you got? Man, I got to go with Carolina because that was one of the games I lost last week. Okay. <laughs> All right, Pippen. Damn, my favorite football player. Washington <laughs> Redskins at Miami, Pippin. Oh, man, ain't neither one of them won no games. This is going to be ugly right here. <laughs> and who gives a damn? <laughs> <laughs> Don't nobody care. <laughs> okay. All right. Philadelphia Eagles at Minnesota. Who you got? Oh, man, I'm going to go with Philly, man, because I ain't got no radio show in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anybody stupid. Oh, good, Pippin. Go ahead. Houston, Texas at Kansas City Chiefs. This is going to oh, be a good one, this man. This going to be a good one, but you already know that Kansas City coming off a loss and, and Texas coming off a win. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. equals a half whooping for the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you don't even understand. Before we go to break, Saints. The New Orleans Saints at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, I'm going with the Saints, people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ain't no doubt about it. All day long. Cincinnati at Baltimore. Cincinnati at Baltimore? Uh-huh. Cincinnati ain't won no game. <laughs> Baltimore. All right, let's take a short break. Yeah, here. we'll be back with some more pitch with Pippin at the top of the hour right here on the C Harvey Morning Show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Pippin, we back, man. Here it is. Yeah, Pippin, Pippin's back. picks this week. Okay, uh-huh. the, the San Francisco 49ers playing the Los Angeles Rams. Man, Boy, that's going to be a tough one, man. Man, let me tell you something, man. I ain't had no favor in them 49ers. They beat the Browns last week. I said, damn, oh, they look serious. Yeah, they uh, That boy, that boy they Sherman. Did. Yeah, Richard Sherman. Yeah. He the one out there. He ain't got in their back. He cussing at them on the sideline. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no yeah San Francisco and, undefeated. The Rams ain't looking like all that to me. I'm gonna go with San Francisco, man. Whoa, yeah, over the Rams. That's a bold okay. pick, Pimp. That's a bold Pimp. I'm bold. <laughs> canary, yeah, the Canary. You see it? All right, Pimp. This gonna be a good one right here. Watch when this. Atlanta Falcons playing the Arizona Cardinals. Who you got? And they oh, in Arizona. Man, Come ain't on. nobody winning no games right here. I ain't got no faith in Maddie Ice. <laughs> Man. None? No, man, I'm going to go with the at an upset. Cardinals. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they going to upset them, man. Tyler <laughs> Merritt got a little wind on this. That little lad boy be running around throwing that damn <laughs> He do, man. He be moving. And, man, he ain't scared. Tyler Merritt. He need to throw this ball to Julio every damn down. Height <laughs> oh, <Hike> throw. <laughs> Snap throw. I got to do a pivot. Snap throw. <laughs> 
Right ain't got no running game. What are we running for? You ain't got no running game. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, Pippin. Here go one. Hey, Shirley. This, this could be great. Dallas Cowboys at the New York Jets. Hey, I know it's going to hurt you to pick them, too. Well, you know, we done found out that what? the Cowboys ain't legit. <laughs> 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 we done found out that well, they ain't legit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't they, know what that means. You know, they wasn't playing nobody. They was yeah. winning, but they the, wasn't playing. Yeah, they then when they playing. started playing, people, they started getting their hands. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, cool. they started playing okay. better teams. And they then now the, the white boy that been had mono. Oh, for the Jets. Oh, mm-hmm. Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Darnold coming else. back. I'm telling y'all something else. I don't know this to be factual, but I ain't <laughs> never heard it. What? What? I don't think black people get mono. <laughs> you ain't never heard <laughs> no, that? No, not, not from kissing. <laughs> <laughs> Many women's out in kissing. <laughs> And you ain't never got it, man. And I ain't never got my <laughs> I know good hair well. It must be the white man disease. I don't even hear it. Black people can't. You know why black people don't catch it? Because we, we don't know how to treat uh, it. We only catch uh, stuff we can treat. That's all we get. We don't get nothing. We don't get stuff we can't treat. <laughs> Mine don't nucleosis. <laughs> Dog, you just tired. Black people been tired. <laughs> We go to work anyway. I probably didn't had it eight or nine times. I just had to go to work. Black people have mononucleosis and don't even know it. They just go to work. Black people just got it. We What's wrong with you, tired? tired? How many times you heard your mama say, I'm so tired? We probably yeah. had mononucleosis. We just thought it was like. Uh, <laughs> uh, you feel it? me? All right, Pippin, you go, go Dallas or New York? Where you go go with? Well. <laughs> This game right here, uh-huh. just like remember last week when okay. I picked, uh, you know, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I picked uh, the Buffalo Bills if Josh Allen played, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then he played uh-huh. and they won. They won. Uh-huh. Like I said, yeah. Here's what I think gonna happen with this hand game. Okay. The white boy that got the mono, he gonna <laughs> come back. <laughs> his name's Sam Donald Pippen. Now ain't got nothing to do. Just saying his name. Yeah. Well, he ain't famous for being that. He's famous <laughs> now for him, my nigga. So I'm, I'm saying the mono boy gonna come back, and I'm just gonna say, it might, they might even upset Dallas, man. Ooh. Oh, wow. He okay. back. They gonna Did be glad to see him. Okay, Pippen. I'm calling mono boy. <laughs> All right, Pippin. Mob for short. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers at the Los Angeles Chargers, Pippin. Oh, the Chargers going with Oh, the Chargers all day long. Yeah. Okay. And then the last game, Pippin, Detroit at Green Bay. Monday night football game. You know something? Come at on, Pippin. At Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Upset. Uh-oh. Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Playing some ball, man. Uh, you better Detroit. Leave. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Aaron Rodgers, they ain't messing around. They done quietly been creep, you know, creeping up on people this year. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. All right, Pimpin, thank you. <laughs> See you later. More of the Steve right, Harvey baby. Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. Uh-huh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are here at Sand and Soul Festival in Cancun, Mexico. But uh, back at home, in trending political news, you know it's always something going on at home. Uh, Speaking at a town hall in uh, New Hampshire on Wednesday, Joe Biden, former vice president, called for President Trump's impeachment. And this happened for the very first time. You know, before this, he hasn't said anything about impeaching him and all of that. Until now, Biden has been more cautious 
than some of his Democratic rivals for the presidential nomination. For example, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, who, by the way, is uh, neck and neck with Biden in recent polls. Yeah, especially with her, her fundraising and all of that. She has called for an impeachment inquiry as far back as April. Now, uh, Joe Biden is on the record supporting the removal of Trump from office. Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. I'm going to vote for her if she runs. Mm-hmm. She, if she, 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 she gets the I vote for anybody but him. I yeah. wouldn't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> long as, long as, yeah. I vote for Pence. <laughs> if he ran against Trump. Trump. <laughs> and he, he he's he actually even more dangerous. Yeah, that's what they say. He's secretly praying. But you ain't heard Pence saying nothing since Trump been in trouble. He ain't saying nothing. He's hoping no, he get no, He wants uh-huh. him to get impeached so, so bad. Yeah, he's secretly praying that he does. I yes. believe that. I yeah. believe that. Father uh-huh. Lord, <laughs> we come before you realizing that he's just not right for our country. <laughs> One day we will be the great country. I might remind you, Lord, he said make America great again, and he hasn't done it. <laughs> All right, we got more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. More fun coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I love this. Kevin Hart is back at work. I love it. Kevin is officially back on the job after his car accident. I mean... That was a crazy car accident, a very serious car accident. He had yeah. to do rehab and all of that, but um, he was in such physical shape, such great, great physical shape. So that I'm sure that probably escalated his recovery. Don't you think, Steve? No. Mm-hmm. No. You don't think that? No, not at all. What do you think? I think that was purely God. Oh, it was God. It was oh. God, yeah. You have to see that, that car. To, no. That saved him yeah. and all that. No. Yeah. You have to see that car. The way that car looked, oh, man. those oh, no. three people that walked away from that, mm-hmm. That's God's grace. Yeah. He spared some people. Most people, when you see a car like that, mm-hmm. man, it, it's really, really tragic results. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so I've, I've talked, I've, well, not talked, but we've texted after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's a smart brother, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were saying on uh, TMZ, the, uh, somebody, I guess who was driving, accelerator, hit the accelerator, so they just released that report yesterday oh, okay. on TMZ. But it's just like you said, Steve, when you look at those pictures. Yeah. No. Oh, man, of that car? Man. No. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just talking about his and I don't care. But rehab. Yeah, the recovery. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't care how strong you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many muscles you got. Yeah. I don't care how fit you are. If your car normally goes down a cliff like that and looks like yeah. that, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a tragedy. Yeah. And you can be in the best physical shape of mm-hmm. your life. And I just thank God that they were all being watched over. Yes. yes. Yes, that, was, that was some angels uh, in that car. Oh, yeah. Amen. Now, this is according to E! News. Kevin Hart is working with his Jumanji co-stars on a new marketing campaign for the film. His doctor gave him the go-ahead to return to work. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Danny DeVito, and Danny Glover are all working reduced schedules in order to accommodate Kevin. So that's really good that's news. That's cool. Yeah, glad to hear he's back at work. Yeah. So he must be doing a lot better. Well, today is Cardi B's birthday. Happy birthday, Cardi, Cardi. B. Right, yes, Cardi yes, B. yes, yes, yes. Oh, All right, that's the mm-hmm. day after Marjorie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. Sunday is our girl Carla Farrell's birthday. Hi. Happy birthday, Carla. Thank you, crew. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. I uh, got Marjorie for her birthday, a stripper pole. Excuse me, did you really? Yeah, I got a stripper pole. She wanted it or you wanted it? No, I wanted it. For her or you? I wanted it. (laughs) The fact you went and got it. And as soon as I told her paper off of it, she said, what is that? (laughs) 
<laughs> I said, it's a stripper pole. She said, who is it for? Uh-huh. I said, I thought you'd enjoy it for exercise. Uh-huh. She said, we have a gym. <laughs> right. Wow. So a the stripper pole gym. idea didn't, didn't go good. Do you return it? How yeah. Do you, do you uh, take it back? Actually, after that? I, and then what do you say yeah, when you see, return really, it? Really, y'all, Why? it ain't necessary because I dreamed I gave her the stripper oh. pole. Yeah, I, I, in real life, my ass knows not to go down there Dream with a big, damn baby. stripper you can't pole. Do it. That's yeah. what I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I had a dream that I gave it a stripper pole, and when I woke up, it was it was a sad dream. Yeah. All right. Okay. We gotta ask her. Yeah. yeah. Well, happy birthday to Marjorie. Happy birthday to Carla. Yes. All right. Coming up, our last break of the day, and some closing remarks from Sand and Soul Festival in Cancun, Mexico. Forty nine minutes after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. We are in the Sand and Soul Festival. We are at the Sand and Soul Festival. Ooh. We're in it too, though, in Cancun, Mexico. Day. Yeah. Roll myself out. I got three days today. I don't know how I'm going to do it. <laughs> we said this was going to happen, know. Junior. I know. We said this was going to happen. I said it. Three dates, Junior. They're all over I got you, breakfast, junior. lunch, and dinner. That's, that's, that's three times we got to eat. I got to eat with somebody. <laughs> Love it. I yes. have to. <laughs> but it's been oh, a good day, though. Good morning, Lynn. Oh, oh what oh. you doing, Nate? Shout outs? Yeah, that's Lynn. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, be there in a minute, Marty. <laughs> as soon as we get off this radio. <laughs> mm-hmm. What well, do they know? Miss Diane. Now, I got a Miss Diane, too. Oh, because well, you like them. Yeah, yeah she's like them. Miss Diane, girl. Love them shoes last night at the concert. <laughs> Go ahead, Miss Diane. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. Okay. All right, this is right before yeah. the closing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right before it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I want you to take it easy. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Any closing remarks for Junior? Slowing down I over know. here, Steve? No, no. <laughs> he no. knew what I, he brought me out here. He knew yeah. what I was going to do. Well, I, I say go on live your life, yeah. Junior, because you just had a crisis two weeks ago. Okay, yeah. really? So, got to. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> that almost could have been it. Yeah, just go on do you, dog. You <laughs> don't need you holding back. <laughs> live your best yeah. life. Hey, dog, all the 90-day rule, don't worry about that. <laughs> all the stuff you wrote, don't time. listen to none of it. And that, that ain't for you, Junior. I did not do a segment for sick-ass people. <laughs> I, I was going to, I'm gonna, in my next book, I'm going to have a chapter called How to Date If You Sick. <laughs> <laughs> what you should look for. Science. <laughs> like if you if you're trying to date and you sick, here's a couple. Let me just give you a couple tips. Come right. on. If you're trying to date and you sick, try to find somebody just as sick. <laughs> so you go together. So y'all can just go and work it out together. So Junior finds someone yeah. with. Just ass sick is just yeah. ass sick. Don't have to have sick. Doesn't have no. to have no. you know, just but sick. But she got like she got diabetes. It's cool. You, you know, know, we work oh. it out. But real bad diabetes yeah. though. J. Anthony Brown's yeah, gonna kill Jay, us all. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah. Or you might try to date somebody you know who uh, has medical experience. <laughs> you know, what does that mean? Medical somebody who can take well, care. Well, you know, d- try like to date a paramedic. <laughs> somebody that know how to drive real fast. <laughs> And can do little light weight uh, CPR yeah. and little medical huh. stuff till you get to the hospital. Yeah. Well, you gotta get your ass to the hospital. Yeah. You know, yeah. you wanna do all, all of that. that. Yeah. You know, you wanna try to you wanna date somebody that's sick. Yeah. You want yeah, somebody that has medical experience. Put the star the IV. Yeah. <laughs> or you need or try to date somebody that's in insurance. <laughs> that has a friend in the underwriting department. <laughs> 
They and can then do it. They might can get you some insurance <laughs> with a uh, previous yeah. medical condition. Thank you. Pre-existing. Yeah. Well, you know, because, you know, Trump trying to knock out yeah. Obamacare. Yes. So you might want to date somebody <laughs> that's in the insurance <laughs> business. It's going to be a chapter in your Like an underwriter. In my new book, How to Date When You Sick. <laughs> You know, and then the biggest tip you want to use on dating when you're sick is don't tell nobody right off. <laughs> Make sure it's going oh, really? somewhere yeah, first. Yeah, let them discover it. Like, what, wait. Is it during a crisis? Well, what? when you eating and then when you had a crisis, uh-huh. well, how you eating, she already feel for you. Because women, women feel sorry for you. Yeah, it's working. And then you can always use, you know, I wasn't having a crisis. You threw me into a crisis. Uh-huh. That worked too. Because the way you make me feel. Oh. And then, you know, it, yeah. it kind of threw me into something. Play I like that. Yeah. That yeah. works. And in, in closing, I just want to say this to people, man. <laughs> How to date when you sick. Well, you excuse go back me, to excuse that? me. For real, you, you don't think that's In a good, closing, what? You don't think that's a good transition? <laughs> you know, we in Cancun. Here we are. Is the tequila kicking in? <laughs> no, not yet, but it is. And I'm just, no, well, let's just do stay you, on boo. it. Then. Do you, boo? Well, okay, then. Yeah. Let's just continue on, with our book on how to date if you sick. When you sick. Come on. If you're dating someone and your sickness flares up on the date, excuse yourself to the restroom, but go get in your car and get to that damn hospital. And then when you see her later on, just say, baby, some people grabbed me and threw me in a car. I was abducted. Yeah. 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 I don't know how. These are just simple rules on how to date. If you sick. If you're under 50. Oh no, let me do it. Let me go a little bit. If you're under 40, okay, and you're having a heart attack and you're under 40, okay, okay. do yeah. not grab your chest. <laughs> what do you do? Just fall out. <laughs> Arms spread. Just let them work on something else. Because <laughs> what you can't do is let them know you're real yeah. old and you ain't but 30. Oh, yeah. yeah. Your These heart are rude, dating rules. Yeah. But if you sick. Man, help me out. You know. <laughs> that helped you, Junior? Oh, no, it did. Oh, no. Okay. no. Especially probably said when you're having a crisis, get, <laughs> excuse yourself to the bathroom, <laughs> but get in the car. Yeah, get your ass <laughs> to the hospital right away. And just say you blacked out and some people took you. <laughs> Here's another one. Okay. <laughs> Here's a good one. Okay. This is for dating if you sick. Why are you eating? Uh-huh. And you playing with that necklace around your neck? Uh-huh. Okay. Just unbutton your shirt or blouse and let them see that medical alert. <laughs> <laughs> so they can help you if something happens. At least they know they're they supposed know. to press it. They'll know. <laughs> but do it. Don't, yeah, just do it like Yeah, and just kind of touch yeah. it. And then, but what you do though is let the battery get low in it so the light will be flashing so and they'll they see, see it. it. The light will be flashing. So they'll see. In that way, dog. It's, and it's a conversation piece, too. Oh, it's a conversation. What is that flashing on your neck? Oh, this uh, old thing? Uh, <laughs> this old thing. <laughs> hey, we yeah. got to go. We in Cancun. Go. Yeah, we yeah. can't go. Oh, let's get it. Adios. Yeah. Adios. Y'all have a great weekend. We will. Happy birthday, Carla. Thank yeah. you.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 